What's up, fam? We are leaving 2022. Here we go. We are live at Times Square. In my living room, of course. <laughs> Here we go.
you guys um <clears throat> happy new year oh my goodness happy new year i just want to right quick finish a scenario that i was sharing with you all and i listened back to my um greetings to you all happy new year greetings i started the story of this young lady it was a scene in the movie rambo the last blood I don't know. I'm kind of a Sylvester Stallone fan, you know, so I like all his movies, you know. Um, don't charge that against me. I just like movies, you know. Uh, a lot of the, the past 10 years, a lot of the movies that's really been uh, put out here was really a prophecy. If you really looked at it in a spiritual sense, 
where we are now, they was doing it almost 10, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. Matter of fact, I saw an old movie in 1979 because it was in black and white. And, um, man, matter of fact, the same virus, I don't want them to block my, uh, my, my program, but the same virus that we had to deal with through the pandemic, why it was on a movie, I forgot, I think the name of the movie was Virus, but it's an old, old, old movie, an old movie, man, and I saw that thing, I said, well, hold up. Wait, wait, what's going on? Hey, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But anyway, so I was sharing the scene and I think I titled this episode, Let Go to Pass, because it may kill you. And um, I have to make sure I put that up there so nobody won't get crossed up because that was like my first message crossing over 12 uh, after... I sit there and say, okay, God, um, it's on. That's all I kept. I just felt in my spirit that the Holy Spirit said, it's on. You know, it's time to execute, right? So I was thinking about that movie, and I felt the Lord was talking to me and saying, let go of the past. Let it go. Because your past can kill you. And I was like, what? If it don't kill you physically, it'll kill you emotionally. It'll slow you down in your progression. It will it will kill you sociology in, in the social setting because we get so caught up in the social issues that it will literally paralyze you. It will kill you with your very projection of your life. Because instead of you speaking what God say, we speak what we see. <clears throat> and as Pastor was preaching last night, and I'm sure he's probably going to reiterate it on to the day of service, you know, that what I see is bigger than me. Oh, matter of fact, no, let me, make, let me get it right. I'm, I'm part of something bigger than what I see. That's what it is. See? I'm part of urban management. It's bigger than what I see. I mean, I may be in this little, but it's something bigger. This thing gonna explode. Oh my gosh. And look at how many business partners that we are all gonna grow and expand. Come on, our wings out and how many communities and within those communities, how many families and how many families within those families, how many children, the parents. Come on now. Just think about it. It's bigger than us, y'all. But it starts with us. Come on, Holy Ghost. It's bigger than us, but it starts with us. All right? Collectively, we really don't know who we have impacted and changed lives. We get a little trinket of it now, but we really still don't know. Because those people that we influence going to influence somebody that's going to influence somebody that's going to influence somebody. Don't you know that's part of your harvest? So don't take it lightly that the battle you're going through, the struggle that you're going through, it ain't even about you. You're coming through that. Oh, yes, you are. 
It may not feel like it. You may not can't see it. Your bank account don't look like it. You don't. Your body don't feel like it. Your mind definitely don't feel like it. But guess what? You're looking at and hearing somebody. You're coming through it. You about to break through the breakthrough to get to the breakthrough. Come on. Now nah, back to the um to this scenario right quick. And I'm about to go eat because I gotta finish this work. I'm giving myself some time. Uh, Daddy didn't charge me, you know, and like I gotta repent. He said, You've been playing around. You should have been got that done. I said, Yes, Daddy. So I, I got I gotta get busy. But I wanted to finish the scenario because I do one of my coaches told me, say, you have some phenomenal stories, but you started and you never finished. <laughs> finish the story. So, okay. So, I'm going to finish the analogy. All right. So, if you haven't never watched that, it, it has, you know, some fighting and stuff in it. But this is the part that's the most important part because Rambo was trying to tell his niece. You know, she was, she had this, you know, she just had this urge. I want to see my dad. You know, y'all keep me from my dad. I want to see my dad. I want to talk to my dad. I want to know why my dad didn't come back for me. I want to know why my dad left me and my mom. I want to know my dad, my dad, my dad. Okay, that's that's just a human nature that God has put in children. That that connection, we we because that's just how He made it. But it's still not the child' responsibility to go after the parent to find out why. Because sometimes as I'm going to share with the story. You know, Rambo was trying to tell her. He said, well, your daddy in a bad place. He's not really. He wants some bad people. He's doing some bad things. Your, your dad just no good. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. My dad loves me. Yada, yada, yada. So she went, got one of her friends. And that's another thing. Your friends ain't your friends. Because our friends sold out. So she got her friend that stayed out there to look for her dad, found her dad, called her. So she went driving, do, 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 you know, not being that grateful. You know, children are not grateful. You're taking your time. You know, she didn't buy her car, but she was driving. So that means your uncle didn't bought you a car. You're living in a nice house or a nice farm, right? You know, graduating and looked like she had honors and everything, going places, had a beautiful life before her, right? So she 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 gotta go and see her dad. So she goes drives up there, right? Went on, drive up there to Mexico, met with her friend, went to the house. Dad with dad girlfriend opened the door. And he comes to the door, right? This this part of her past, but she wouldn't let it go. Rambo was trying to shield her, right? So her dad just blunt told her, "Oh, okay, yeah, you look just like your mama. That's why I can't stand you and your mama." And she, he just went off, right? He just went and just told all kinds. Of, just broke the child heart. Just, just had a crying, and she ran out the house. Now her friend, still her friend, comforting her, right, and saying it's gonna be all right. You know, at least she got your uncle. Yada yada. No, her friend gonna say, "Come on, let's go out to the club." You know. So she go and bring her, bring her to the club. 
hook up with these traffickers, right? Hooked up with these traffickers. It'll put something in her in her drink. Ladies, anybody listening to me, you know, you be going out. You don't drink from no open container. I'm sorry. They put something in her drink. There you go. Then it took her. She done, her friend is sold out, right? Then took her. Drugged her up, using her as a sex trafficker, right? Long story short, Rambo finally got him. You know, went through their little spill. They beat him up and he recovered. Four days later, he went back to look for her, right? Got her, right? But by the time they came back home, she didn't die, y'all. Beautiful young lady. She didn't die. And the only thing she was able to say was, you was right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sometimes when we hear no or not right now, it's because daddy is protecting us. But we're going to go ahead on and do it anyway. Or we go on and, you know, and get that call and somebody, you know, like I had somebody DM me on Facebook. Oh, you don't remember me? I'm from so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I don't. I can't believe you don't remember me. Come on, we need to talk. You know, we need, I see, I see you doing some big, yeah, 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 no. I'm doing some big things for God, and you not in it. <laughs> We're going to have to get some, some boundaries, y'all. Because the past can kill you. Now, she literally, not only she lost her purity, her innocence, she, she lost her future. They beat her up. They cut her face. They drugged her. She was a hot mess, y'all. And sad to say, I, well, I'm going to just put it in my own little words. Back in the past, when I still didn't know which way to go and, and how to find myself, I really didn't know my true identity, and I'm still learning my identity. But I have confidence, and I love myself to the point now I'm not being a pushover. See? But back then, man, it was just, I was just green as the machine, man. I was just, like, horrible. And it's tough when you keep going over something over and over and over again, and you're trying to find out what's going on, you keep going back. Nah, it's not for us to go back. The only thing that we should be going back to is remember at the cross, where you first saw the light. (laughs) Jesus dying for all of our sins. Who is God himself? Because it says the word became flesh. And the flesh dwelt and walked among us. So if God is the word, and in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and God himself was the word, put himself, covered himself with flesh, and literally walked among us. Oh, come on now. Y'all about to make me really, really get down to the nitty gritty on this one. Yeah. When I recognize, start understanding what that really meant. Like even right now, I'm talking to the Lord. The word is all in. God, God is all in this place. Jesus. You see better. You'll be able to hear better. You'll be able to think better. Oh, come on now. Look, like my, my ivory here. It was, look, it's perking up and everything. But I was trying, I was like, well, what's the matter? No, I just water you. Look, y'all, I be forgetting my days. It's like, 
man, I be skipping days, right? So I'm thinking, and I water the plant, and when I looked on my little plant um, uh, healing plant, what is a plant health app where you can scan the plant and let you know what's wrong? Where they say it needed water. I said, I thought I just, I just was watering it. Nah, because they were hanging. You could tell they was like, like out of oxygen. Man, I'm gonna put that water in that plant. Man, the little leaves perking up now. You know, um, I was about to pull them and they say the the yellow leaves, the when the leaves turn yellow, that means that's the older branch. But it also say wait to get water, you know, because sometimes it replenishes itself. Come on, Holy Ghost. A lot of times that we can just wait, God will replenish us. We just need a little washing of the word. Oh, look how the Holy Ghost fit, 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 fit that in. All right. I get excited. So I'm going to calm down. I'm going to go ahead and eat my breakfast and get ready for service. But until then, y'all watch our emails, okay? I'm going to be sending out some texts, all right? Those that's in California and Canada, all this, hey, we all can incorporate and do this together. I'm excited. Where are we going to be? Hey, I want I, I want I want to be able to have man. We're gonna have some warriors, man. When we travel, that's that's my dream right there. I'm telling y'all, my dream. I want to have business owners. We all going. We going. We going places, y'all. That's right. We going places. That's all I can say. We going places. You going places. Let let go of the past. Let it go. Let it go. It, it's gonna. It's slowing you down. You know, even yesterday I had to really cry some stuff off because when I got that 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 phone call, I'm like, oh my gosh, this just happened, that just happened. I was like, oh, not a, a somebody else. I had to take a deep breath. I said, okay, you know, and 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 and, it, and, it, and some, you know, when things, especially when people pass into the next the next life. Right now they rest and they pass into their rest until Jesus come back, right? We're gonna miss them because they're part of us. Yes. We built that, we built that bond. And then when they just when they gone, especially if it's suddenly, that's when it really gets you, right? When it's like, baby, wait, wait, what? Huh? But even when, when it happens like that and you still here, that means you still have time. You don't have that much time, but at least you have time to stir up the gifts that's in you. And let's get busy with it. And when you go and listen to uh, Robert Smith, oh my gosh, this 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 black man ain't nothing nice. He an engineer and deal with software. Just some stuff he doing, man. Some big, great, awesome things. But he dropping gems for our community, and he literally showing you how you can come together and collaborate, even with the people that's in your circle. Whoa. So let me go. I, I'm, I'm, man. Miles Monroe, Discover the Any You. Read that book. Go check out Robert Smith. Go check out Pastor Darius Daniels. Go check out Myron Golden. Get the book, uh, Start Your Why. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's some good, some good readings, y'all. That's some good reason. Then I have some fresh. I'm about to come out, drop my books coming out. Oh, 
whoa, whoa. All right, I'm gone. Let me go eat my food probably cold by now. Love you guys. Later. to the first ever New Year's Eve service at Change Atlanta and shout out to everybody who is in every space we've got available tonight, including Change Global. We've had an amazing day all day and I'm not a spiritual conspiracy theorist. I don't blame everything on the enemy. Some stuff is just life, but we just sense and we've dealt with unique warfare all day long and we almost thought we were going to have to have santa claus and rudolph to get us back to atlanta uh tonight we had two amazing services today at our new jersey locations listen to me atl um what you're a part of is bigger than the part you see come on now everybody repeat after me say what i'm a part of, what I'm of is bigger than the part i see yeah, this isn't just a church. It is a spiritual family. It's yeah. a missional movement. Yeah. Change Church isn't just the name of our church. It's the assignment of our church. We change the way church is done. And uh, your spiritual family in New Jersey today showed up strong. And honestly, if it wasn't for the spiritual family in New Jersey, first starting in you in New Jersey, West Hampton wouldn't exist, Orlando wouldn't exist, Atlanta wouldn't exist, because what I'm a part of is bigger than the part I see. Will you help me praise God for the whole spiritual family called Change Church? Yeah, it's been an, been an amazing year. And we're believing for great things as we step into 2023. And uh, what can we say, family, about... Now, this choir only had three rehearsals. They did that with three rehearsals? Come on, make some noise for the change, choir. What? under the direction of the musical maestro. <laughs> Brother Isaac Karee, make it up. Make some noise. For what an amazing job. Three weeks, unbelievable. So glad to have so many guests that are here with us on tonight. Just want to, really could acknowledge so many, but really quickly, I just want you to make some noise for one of God's greatest her and her husband are near and dear to the heart of my wife and i uh tasha cobbs leonard and kenny leonard are in the building tonight Whoa. we love you Whoa. guys baby asher's in the building Whoa. so glad to have them with us and babe you're supposed to be up here with me i just forgot to tell you uh but make some noise for our leading lady everybody pastor shamika glad to have her with us What an amazing, amazing time. And we're, 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 we're stepping into a season called Multiply. And there's a, there's a message on my heart. I'm doing a two-part series in two days. Uh, so you get part one tonight and part two tomorrow at 11.30. We got baptisms after 11.30 service tomorrow. 
So we're going to get you out, let you get some sleep, and we're going to come back and do it all over again for Jesus tomorrow at 1130. But there's something I want to share. It's in the Gospel of Luke, chapter number 9. Oh, oh. Look at there. I'm, I'm all out of everything today. This is my third time preaching this today. So don't hope. So this is your first time hearing it. <laughs> so I'm almost tired of it. So I need you to help me today. I get bored quick. I'm tired of hearing this. I was like, this is the third time. I don't heard this. I'm about tired of it, Tario. Tario, this is your third time hearing it too. We've been rolling all day today. Uh, but I want y'all to help the preacher preach tonight. And uh, I'm excited about it. Luke chapter 9, verse 12 says, Now the day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the crowd away into the surrounding villages and countryside to find lodging and get provisions, for we are here in a desolate place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we are to go and buy food for all these people for there were about 5,000 men he said to his disciples have them sit down in groups of about 50 each and they did so and he had them all sit down and taking the five loaves and the two fish he looked up to heaven and said a blessing over them yes. and then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd they all ate and were satisfied and what was left over was picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces. When they gave it to him, it was two fish and five loaves. When he got through with it, it was 12 baskets left over. Here's the topic of today's teaching, and I really want you to receive this with prophetic implications. This, receive it as God's word for you as you step into this new year. Here it is. Flip it. Somebody shout flip it. Flip it. Flip it. <laughs> I recently became introduced to a reality show about real estate on HGTV <laughs> called Flip or Flop. And this show exposes the audience to the experiences of a married couple in Orange County who find real estate that others have ignored, overlooked, abandoned, and or lost. And they acquire the asset, improve the asset and sell the asset for profit. They engage in flipping, which is a term used to describe the acquiring of an asset and the subsequent resale for profit. Shakespeare says there are sermons in stories and sermons even in shows. And I saw a revelation from this reality show about real estate that applies to real life. I saw that flipping is not just a business skill. Flipping should be a life skill. Those who live well have learned to flip well. 
they have learned to take what comes into their life one way improve it rehab it renovate it and it be worth one thing when it gets to them but another thing when they get through with it when you learn the skill of flipping you can take what initially feels like a liability and you can turn it into an asset and I can say this with confidence because your creator is a flipper your heavenly father is a flipper as a matter of fact, the only reason many of us are still sane in the membrane here in 2022 is because he flipped some things. Come on now. They yeah. came into your life one way. Yeah. But when he put his hand on it, what the enemy meant for evil, liability. Come on, come on. God worked it for your good. It's an asset. Come on. Somebody to make the enemy upset tonight. Come on. And praise God for everything he flipped in 2022. Come on now. Come on I'm now. Loud because he flipped it. I'm shouting because he flipped yes. it. I'm clapping because he flipped it. Yes. I shouldn't even be here, but God flipped it. He Jesus. turned my mourning into dancing. Yes. He flipped it. He gave me the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He flipped it. Come on now. And those of us who have been made in his image and in his likeness have the capability and the capacity to flip things also. Yep, law first mentioned. We see this with the first human species in the book of Genesis. The Bible is clear. Come on, I'm going to see if you're paying attention, class. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, it says, so God, God. created man. Yep. In his own image. own image, in the image of God, life. he created him. Yeah. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful. And multiply. Come on. Come on, that's a good church right there. I, I'm going to read it one more time. I said, and God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. He said, I need to give you instruction and permission to do something you got the capability to do, but won't do unless I instruct you to it. Jesus. Did you hear what I just said? Yep. He, he says, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Wait a minute. So God says to Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. Now a reductionist fundamentalist exegesis of this scripture will limit it to simply procreation. We know that's an inaccurate interpretation because all throughout scripture you see women who can't procreate. So what he is saying to us metaphorically through this passage is I gave you Eden and it's empty. But I put something on the inside of you to fill an empty thing. You missed it. He said, fill it. It's in the text. Be fruitful and multiply and fill it. Okay, here it is. For my note takers, this is what I want you to see. See, this example in the... Are y'all ready for this? I don't think you are. I said, are you ready for this? Yeah. I can't tell by your response oh. in the lobby. Are you ready for yeah. this? Okay, here it is. 
What God says to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden is an indication of this. What God gives you is not what he intends for you to have. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on. What God gives you is what he intends for you to flip. To multiply. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. I'm come to this side. I said whatever God gives you is not what he intends for you to have. Whatever he gives you is what he intends for you to flip. And some of us have anxiety and disappointment because it looked like you only got two fish and five loaves of bread. And God's like, that's not what I want you to have. That's what I want you to flip. Come on now. Come on. That's Come not on. your harvest. That's your seed. Come on. I got a word for change tonight. Yes. I don't know what's coming in your life in 2023, but I got two words for you. Whatever comes your way, flip, flip it. it. question what are you gonna do just tell them I'm gonna flip it come on <laughs> I'm gonna flip it what are you gonna do now I'm gonna flip it because God would not tell me to be fruitful and multiply unless the multiplier was in me but I needed a word to get a revelation that I got the capability to do something I didn't know I could do Flip it with tears in your eyes. Flip it with confusion in your mind. Flip it when people walk out the door. Flip it. And if we want a powerful picture of what this looks like in action, Jesus gives us an example of how to flip things here in this passage in Luke. This text exposes us to an experience that Jesus has after he just finished a time of teaching with 5,000 men, not counting women and children. And after Jesus has been teaching them all day long, they're famished, they're hungry. So Jesus is apprentices. His disciples come to him and say, now listen, we need to send these people away. We don't have the provision for this problem. And Jesus said, nah, you feed them. They see a problem and their initial response is, I need to send this problem away. Sometimes that's you and I's initial response. We run into a problem and our desire is for Jesus to send it away. Our prayer is to Jesus 
They made a request of Jesus to send it away. And sometimes we make requests of Jesus to send it away. And Jesus like, there are some things I can't send away because I sent it your way. Whoa. He says, we're not sending this away because I sent this. He says, so you can't rebuke me. Whoa. You can't bind me. You can't loose me. Because there are some problems that I allow to come into your proximity. Because there are things I'm going to send you in a certain season that you need to know before you get to the next. He says, so my providence is at work even in your problems. That I'm so much God that I even make sure your problems come at the right time. Jesus. I'm sovereign like that. Huh? No, no, no. He said, the, pro here's the, right. the problem is us and God don't always agree on the time. But God's like, <laughs> but God's like, I'm so much God, I am so sovereign that I even arrange for you to experience certain problems at the best time for you to experience them. We just don't always agree about the best time. <laughs> he says, I I I'm sending you certain problems. Watch this. Because there are certain things you need to learn in this season. So you will know them in the next. He says what you're learning in this season, not for this season. What you're learning in this season for the next. Because you don't want to get to the next and you need to know it and you're trying to learn it. Okay, awesome. Did you hear what I just yes, said? Yes, yes, yes. Just, I don't want you to get to the next season, yes. and you need to know it, yes. and you're trying to learn it. Okay. So I'm going to send you the lion and the bear, and you're going to say, this bad timing. But you don't know I'm using the lion and the bear to cultivate the confidence in you so that when you have to deal with Goliath, you have no doubts because you know something in this season because of what you went through, and I don't know. Is there anybody here that's honest enough to say, if you would have had this year you just had in 2022, 10 years ago, you would have literally lost your mind, but God knew the right time to release? I, 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 got, I, got, I got a few minutes. Uh, can I take it? Can I push this just a little further here? I said, do I have your permission to push this? Just a little further. Now this is gonna shake your theological tree, but if I'm not shaking your theological tree, there's no need for me to be here in Atlanta. Which means if you only know the same thing you knew before I got here, then why did I come? Are you hearing what I'm saying? God's so sovereign, his sovereignty is even seen in your mistakes. Y'all not ready for that, are you? Oh, I can prove it to you. Uh, Abraham 
made a mistake. And the fruit of that mistake was called Ishmael. Got me? Yeah. Then Abraham has a son, Isaac. Isaac has a son, Jacob. Jacob has a son, Joseph. Joseph deals with jealousy from his brothers, literally gets put in a pit mm -hmm. where they expect him to die. Yeah. They're literally considering killing him yeah. until one of his brothers, Judah, I don't have time to bother that, which means praise, right. come saved on. his life. Yeah, come on now. Praise got him out the pit. Come on now. Woo! Come on now. <laughs> Did come you on, hear what I just said? You want me to be quiet. Come on now. But praise is the thing that got me out of my low place. Praise is the thing that broke my downward spiral. Praise got me out of the pit. Come on, come on. This, Judah sees the Ishmaelites coming and say, no, no, no. Let's not kill them. Let's just sell them to the Ishmaelites. Wait a minute. So Joseph is taken by the Ishmaelites, sold into slavery, begins to work for a man named Potiphar, is falsely accused by Potiphar's wife, goes into prison, comes out of prison, interprets Pharaoh's dream, then gets positioned as the prime minister of Egypt and saved his family from the famine. But none of that happens without a mistake. Because it's the Ishmaelites who come from the lineage of Ishmael. So if Ishmael didn't exist, the Ishmaelites wouldn't exist. And if the Ishmaelites didn't exist, Joseph couldn't be rescued out of the pit. Because God, who's a flipper, will take the mistakes of your past and use the mistakes of your past as transportation to your future. He say, I'm so much God, even when the devil tries to use your mistakes, I'm going to flip your own mistakes. See, can I push it just a little further? I got 13 minutes. I, uh, see, um, the Bible talks about this concept of, and, and a lot of us, it is not our fault, we just haven't been in spaces where we've had the, the time to work this out. But it's, the Bible talks about this concept of recompense and vengeance. And Christians, we really haven't spent time unpacking what that really means. You know, because we can interpret vengeance and recompense as God killing people that mess with us. <laughs> Get them, Jesus. Recompense. <laughs> and we limit the concept of recompense to humans. And not the enemy. But everybody got to pay, including the devil. Come on, come on. Got me? Yes. Now, 
recompense and vengeance is not God engaging in evil acts to punish those that cause us pain. It is God empowering you to succeed in spite of it. And then putting them in close proximity where they have to watch it. Whoa! Come on. Their punishment is having to watch you win. Woo. He prepares a table. Come on now. Before me. Yeah. In the presence of my enemies. Come on. In 2023. Yeah. They're getting ready to watch you eat. Ooh. <laughs> Come on, watch Holy Ghost. Watch me eat. 2023. Watch me eat. Come on. says, give them something to eat. Say, you give them something to eat. The disciples say, we can't. I only have two fish and five loaves. Jesus said, bring it to me. He said, I'm going to show you how you don't need more to have more. Oh, you don't know what to do with that. Jesus. Bring it to me. Come on. And watch what he does. They bring it to Jesus. And the text says this. Please don't miss this. Text says, the first thing he did, he didn't look at the bread. He looked up to heaven. He didn't look at the bread. He looked up to heaven. Whether or not we're able to flip or multiply some things, it's based on what you're looking at. If you only look at the bread, you won't see enough. But if you look to heaven, yes. you will see more than enough. Come on. Come on, Pastor. He looked up, and this is what he said. Bible says he gave thanks for it. He's got 5,000 men to feed, not counting women and children. He's only got two fish and five loaves. And he takes that not enough. And the first thing he says is thank you. The very thing that many of us would have been complaining about. He looks up to heaven and says thank you. The very thing that would have stressed us out he looks at the very thing that would have been a source of our strength. And the first thing he says is thank you. Because multiplication cannot happen without appreciation for what you currently possess. Come on now. Listen, listen to me. Gratitude is the seed for more. Yes. You will never have to worry about more if you learn how to be grateful for what you have. When God finds grateful people, God starts getting uniquely generous. Woo. He said, oh, you're thankful for that. We'll watch this. Come on, now. <laughs> Come on, now. Watch 
Watch what happens. Y'all okay? Yes. I got eight minutes. Don't hold your amens. Here it is. Text says, he blessed it. Then it says, he broke it. Then it says, he gave it away. Whoa. He blessed it. He blessed it. Then he broke it. He broke it. Then he gave it away. He gave it away. Okay. Notice the order. He blessed he it. He blessed it. Then he broke it. He broke it. Then he gave he it away. He gave it away. As long as the two fish and the five loaves were whole, they were limited in how they could be distributed. Come on now. Come on. But the multiplication came on the other side of the brokenness. Oh, Jesus! But the brokenness didn't happen until he blessed you. Come on! Come the on. brokenness isn't to break you. The brokenness is an indication that he's blessed you. Yes. Because he always blesses before he breaks. Because the blessing helps you handle the breaking. Oh, Jesus! Come on, Did Pastor. you hear what I just said? He, he said, watch this now. The multiplication came on the other side of the breaking. So he was able to use the fish and the bread in a way that he couldn't before it was broken. And there are places you can be used that I can't. Because you've been broken in areas. I haven't. Did you hear what I just yes. said? I am telling you right now. For those of you that are having problems, this is no foolproof method, but for those of you that are having problems, identify purpose. Identify your greatest source of pain. Come on now. Because where the enemy attacks you the most yes. is the area he's most afraid of you getting together. Ooh, Jesus. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, Pastor. And we got to make a decision. Yes. That we're going to turn the misery into ministry. Yes, 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 yes. See, I, I don't know about y'all. I know some of you, you're perfected in your sanctification, but I, I, I'm, there, I'm, I'm, there, I'm still undergoing it. And so I still got a little get back in me. See, let me go to this side because y'all just judge me right here. I got a little get back in me. So I have to exercise restraint. You know what I mean? People be talking slick. I got to exercise restraint, you know? It's like, uh, it's like you you got that keyboard courage. Let me let me exercise restraint. You wouldn't say that in my face, but let, let me exercise restraint. That applies even to the devil. You're not going to put me through pain and not pay me. Come on now. Devil, you gotta give me some compensation Come on. for this agitation <laughs> that I have gone through in 2022. <laughs> so this is what I'm gonna do. Once I get out of this grip that you had on me, I'm not staying out. I'm going back in and I'm getting everybody that wanna be free. Yeah! Jesus, I'm almost done. I got four minutes. Y'all all right? Here it is. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus breaks it. And after everybody's eaten, it's 12 baskets left over. Now, Luke is a physician. So he writes 
with detail. In my mind, it's like, why do I need to know? It's 12 baskets. But Luke, who's detailed in his writing, makes sure I know it's 12 baskets. And I start thinking about that thing. And I start thinking about that thing some more. And I realize that there are 12 disciples. So I don't know, because Luke doesn't say, but I'm wondering where the 12 baskets went. They probably went to the 12 disciples. Because Jesus is like, there's no way. I'm going to let you feed everybody else. because I, I trust your decision making. I'm not talking because I know all I got to do is give you the instruction to flip it. And I've given you the anointing of ingenuity to figure it out. God specializes on what? He's very stingy with hows. (laughs) 
God will give you a lot of what's. He won't give you a lot of house. Because you got it in you to figure it out. Even with the churches we started, God's given me a lot of what's. Not a lot of house. You got it. It's not independence. It is a recognition that God answered some of your prayers before you prayed them by how he made you. this financial problem. He said, I answered that already. But how I made you. You flip it. He told Adam and Eve, you be fruitful. You multiply. Meaning it's going to take intentionality to do this. If I don't tell you to do this, you will have the capacity to and you won't. I'm done, Tario. My time's up. I'm on time. And maybe we haven't advanced in previous years the way we wanted and needed to because you've been waiting on God to flip something that he's not going to flip. He says, even my ability, my commitment to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you ask or think, keep reading. According, according to the power, to the power that's working in you. That is at work. In you. In you. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. You flip it. This year. Yes. I want you to flip every opportunity. Yes, yes. Come on, watch this. Because some people don't flip opportunities because they look like two fish and five loaves of bread opportunities. And for some people, when it's small, they don't give it they all. Ooh, out, out. Come on. Come on. Ooh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You questioning my goodness, I will sing of the goodness of God. You're questioning my goodness when my goodness is demonstrated in the ability I gave you. Yeah. It's a two fish and five loaves of bread opportunity, but treat it like David treated the opportunity to be a musician for Saul. He had the anointing to be king, but the first job offer he got was to be a musician. He went in there as a musician, came out of that thing owning it. Because when you have a multipli a multiplier's mindset, you say, I may come in this thing one way, yes. but they never should have let me in the building. Yes. Because when I get through. So because it's two fish and five loaves. People miss it. They minimize it. But this year. I don't know. I don't make false promises. I don't tell you what I at least think God is telling me. I'm not saying this year is going to be a year of ease. Nah, it's going to be a, it's a warfare year. I'm saying it could be an amazing year. This past year for my family and I has been amazing. 
but it's been hard. Yeah. yeah. The last three or four months have been the hardest that it's been in a long time. But it's still been one of the best years of yes. my life. Because yes. I can't control yes. some of the stuff that come my way. Yeah. I can't control if I flip it or not. God would not give you and I the command to multiply if the multiplier wasn't in you. Look at me. It's in you. Everything you need to bring the dream to pass in your heart is in there. flip every opportunity and you flip every ability God gave you did you hear what I just yes. said see gifts and callings are without repentance so the devil can't ungift you but he can blind you to the gift you've been given he can cause you to underestimate what you have and sit in apathy even the best dealt with it even a spiritual son of Paul named Timothy did so his apostolic father had to come to him and say stir up the gift he says this is under this is underutilized and unused you stir it This year, whatever comes your way, this is my prayer. If you remember nothing else from this sermon, is that you remember two words. Flip it. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming, coming, coming. Sure. 